Hey friends, welcome to The Beat Goes On, a pro-life podcast hosted by Piedmont Women's Center in Greenville, South Carolina. If you've been looking for a pro-life podcast to help you better understand the pro-life position and other issues surrounding it, navigate sensitive conversations with clarity, confidence, and kindness, and understand and stay up to date on the latest pro-life news and legislation, The Beat Goes On is the podcast for you. Our hope at Piedmont Women's Center is that the Beat Goes On podcast will bring clarity to your thoughts and equip and empower you with the confidence to humbly serve the women and men in your community. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Beat Goes On. We have something fun for you today. Julia Starnes, who was on the end of our last podcast, she shared about our parenting programs, E3 and Triple P. She is back with us today and we are turning the tables. She is actually going to interview me. Uh, This is just a little get to know you episode. So here we go. Julia, handing it over to you. Thank you. So I emailed all of our staff and I asked questions um, or I asked them a question, what would you like to know about Whitney okay. that may be something you don't know before? Um, so the first part of the questions that I'm going to ask are a little bit more serious, a little bit more about Piedmont Women's Center, and then we'll jump into some personal ones. So first, how did you get involved in pro-life work and why is the life issue so important? Okay, um, so I'm going to reference back to Kelly's podcast. If you guys haven't listened to those, you definitely should. They're really good. Um, she said on there that she had never really planned on going into pro-life work. And that is kind of how it is for a lot of people. And that's the same for me. Like I never really even considered it. I mean, I've always been pro-life, but it just never occurred to me to actually get involved. And as a young kid, I'd always been interested in like history and politics and things like that. Never did anything with it. Um, just kind of set that part of my life aside and thought like after I got through college that that ship had sailed. Um, but my husband was always encouraging me like, hey, maybe you should, you know, try the politics thing. And I think you'd like it. And I think you would be good at it. And I would just always brush it off because I was always doing other things. And then when 2020 happened and the world went crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just kind of wondering like why why is everything falling apart right now and everyone going crazy and to me it just seemed like a lot of good people had not been involved for a really long time or paying attention to what is going on uh, because let's face it a lot of us just want to be left alone and live our lives and not have to deal with politics or anything like that uh, but the thing with politics is that politics affect policy which affects people so they are important and I just it dawned on me that maybe we hadn't been involved in the way that we should have been or aware and that's kind of why all these things just started like falling apart Mm. and so I started speaking out on social media about different things and just kind of became convicted that I needed to put actions to my words and not just talk about things but actually go do something if Mm. I said these things are important then I should be living without what I'm speaking. Yeah. So I started looking around locally and rediscovered Piedmont Women's Center. I had known about them years and years ago, but forgotten about them. So found them, put in my application and started volunteering. And then shortly after that came on staff and that's how I got involved in pro-life work. And it really just does grab a hold of you once you get into it. Uh, because just why is 
the pro-life issue important to me that life is our most basic fundamental right Mm -hmm. it is sacred Um, it's what god has given to us and i don't believe anyone should have the right to take that away and uh, we have the opportunity to be a voice for those who cannot speak for themselves and that is why i think it's just so important yeah that's so good so you've been at piedmont women's center for about a year what is one lesson that you've learned during your time with us okay um i've learned a lot of lessons (laughs) a lot being here the one that sticks out to me the most is um, just sitting in the room with the women and hearing their different stories or different experiences why they may be considering an abortion that was very eye-opening to me Um, when i first signed up to volunteer I had asked um I think Carrie at the time she was over the volunteers if she could put me in admin because I was really terrified to sit with clients and the reason for that is because it's a huge responsibility to hear these women's stories they Mm -hmm. are trusting you they're confiding in you and then to be able to respond to that and offer them resources uh just knowing which ones to offer them and coming alongside them and encouraging, sometimes advising them, um, and just helping them to think through things like you're, you're there as a coach and that terrified me. So I asked to be put in admin and Carrie suggested that I go through the training to be a coach and try it. And she's like, if you don't like it, then we'll see if we can find you a place in admin. And I'm so glad she suggested that because it really did soften my heart towards these women and just opened my eyes to the reasons that they may be seeking an abortion helped me just to be more understanding of them. And it brought it down to a personal level instead of just these ideas that we discuss. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you made it into the (laughs) clinic rather than admin (laughs) for real. How it, okay. So this is a very popular question. A ton of people ask the same exact question. So I'll start with this one and then I've got some follow-ups to go with it. How did you get started with podcasting? Okay. So with podcasting, (laughs) (laughs) I, I love to write. That's probably one of my favorite things to do. I love reading and research. And that's kind of how I think through things is writing and just going back to that wanting to learn about the different issues that were being talked about and going on in the world at the time. And I had told my husband, because he, again, like, he's always encouraging me to do things, and I never listen. <laughs> he had suggested a podcast, and I was like, I will never do a podcast. I don't want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then one day, I was out for a long walk, and I was listening to a podcast, and I was like, actually, this sounds kind of fun. So I got back to the apartment. I was like, hey, like, I think I'm going to start a podcast. And uh, so that's what I did. I started I started my own personal podcast this is before we were doing this one so yeah I started my that's how I got into podcasting I just wanted to I had questions and I thought hey maybe other people have these questions too Mm. so let I have the time to do the research so let me think through them and maybe just help us all out here yeah well I can agree with you I've said to Whitney several times this is so fun (laughs) it is fun (laughs) it is fun um what would you say the hardest part of uh, starting a podcast is or maintaining a podcast, keeping it up? Oh, boy. So the hardest part, um, I think learning to articulate uh, your thoughts and ideas 
And that for my personal products, that's something that really challenged me in such a good way and helped prepare me to take on this role here at Piedmont Women's Center Yeah, is learning how to t- articulate those thoughts and really listen to people and uh, also <laughs> the technical side of it, some of which we had today. <laughs> this might be the second time where we're doing this. <laughs> it's all good though. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is the best, most rewarding part of podcasting? The most rewarding part this is a twofold answer too. Like I said, I love to learn. I really love learning and um, just trying to understand like why, why do I believe what I believe or think the way I think or why do other people believe what they believe? So I love the learning aspect of it because you do have to do your research before you get on and talk. And I'm very excited for this podcast in particular because on my own personal podcast, it's always just been me. And I am so excited because we are going to be talking to guests. And I just think making that connection and having those conversations that's something I'm really super excited about. Yeah, that'll be fun. What do you wish more people knew about Piedmont Women's Center or just the pro-life movement in general? I love this question. What I wish people knew about Piedmont Women's Center and the pro-life movement in general, but especially our clinic, is that the women who come through our door I want you to know that we care about you. We don't just care about the unborn child that you're carrying. You are every bit as important and as valuable as that child is. And we love and care about you. And we want to see you thrive. One of the most powerful things I think about Kelly's podcast, and I hope you guys listen to it. If not, go back. You need to, um, was how she shared that having her daughter changed the story of her life made her a better and stronger person. And that is the opportunity that is before every woman that walks through our door. And that's what we want for you. We want you to help you write a new story with your life. See you thrive, become better, become stronger. And at Piedmont Women's Center, where we excel is walking through walking with women through their pregnancy, some of their other women's health issues through child loss. That's our specialty. We can't do everything because if we did, we wouldn't be doing anything well. But what we do also have is the connection of resources within the community. There are a lot of other people out there, not just us, who care for you as well and want to see you thrive as a mom and as a woman. And they want to come alongside you. And you've got the opportunity to build this amazing community of support around you and change the story of your life. And that is what we really want for you. And I just want people to know that we care about you. And if you're not one of those women, just that we care about these women uh, so much and want the best for them. Yeah. We, I think we talk about that a lot in the clinic of like meeting the need first Mm -hmm. and connecting with resources and, um, meeting them where they're at. That's so good. Hey guys, Kayla Suleiman here. Are you looking for a way to get involved with Piedmont Women's Center? If so, we've got the perfect opportunity for you. Our Born to Run 5K is happening on May 14th at Bob Jones University. You can sign up to run or walk at piedmontwomencenter.org 5K. We even have a fun run for the kiddos so you can make it a family event. Don't trip as you race to sign up your whole family. Don't want to run or walk? That's okay too. You can sponsor a runner or create your own fundraiser by going to piedmontwomencenter.org 5K and click the interested in sponsoring link right under the register button. 
Get all the deets and sign up at piedmontwomencenter.org slash 5K. On your mark, get set, go. We're going to jump into some more personal questions now. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite book? Okay. My favorite book, and I'm going to spell it out for you guys because it's really hard to say. It's called Rora, and it's R-O-R-A. And I read this book years and years ago, and it has always stuck with me. It is about this guy. I don't even remember, I don't remember his name or which country he's from. I want to say it was Scotland. And it is about him standing strong in his faith in the midst of some really, really horrible persecution. It's based off a real character in history. Mm. And it just, it made a huge impact on me as a young person, how he stood for the truth, even though it was very difficult. And even though it affected his family in a very difficult way, but he stood by the truth and he stood by the gospel and that has just always stuck with me to be bold and stand for the truth yeah that's good what are you currently reading so <laughs> I've always got multiple books going on at one time and I'll share a couple of them with you one of them I'm reading right now is Jordan Peterson he is he's probably not a believer but he's very wise he has yeah. seen a lot and done a lot and um, just a very wise man. So I love reading him and he's taught me how to think mm. and I'm reading his second book, 12 worlds for life yeah. right now. And you kind of have to read it in small chunks because it's, it's kind of deep. It's not just one you can fly through, but he really makes you think. And then I'm reading a book taught by Thomas Sowell called, um, <laughs> I think it's black rednecks and white liberals. And he covers a bunch of different topics in there. Um, a lot of topics that we talk about today and he's just another really wise man that we don't hear enough about but mm. if you want to learn how to think through different issues I recommend both of these guys they've yeah. made a huge impact on me yeah Jordan Peterson yeah. is so good yeah he I is. have heard him in person yeah um so lucky I want to I, you know <laughs> yeah he's great he's got great insight yeah. on so many different things so on a day off, what is your favorite way to spend the day? Mm, my favorite day way to spend the day <laughs> is at home. I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I just want to be at home. And I love, I love to read. I love to research. I love to write. But I just, just get into my little yes. nerd hole and do that. And it's the best. <laughs> well, that's good. Are you a beach or a mountains girl? I love both, but I probably lean more towards the beach yeah again I love just going out and sitting on the beach for hours and reading and people watching and listening to my podcast yeah. and it's the best I love it yeah I get that so you mentioned your husband earlier mm -hmm. uh how did you meet Kendall mm -hmm. <laughs> so we met at school which is the typical answer <laughs> but he I had a really small group of friends and we did everything together. We had a lot of events and things that we had to go to at school. So we just did everything together, all our meals and everything. And it was really like my family away from my family. And Stephen was one of the guys in the group. And Kendall became his roommate. Mm. And uh, Stephen kept trying to get him to come hang out with us. Because I went to a very, very conservative school. <laughs> and Kendall did not come from an ultra-conservative background. So it was <laughs> kind of like culture shock for him. And his first semester was challenging. So Stephen yeah. was like, hey, like, come hang out with us. And he just didn't want to do it because he didn't want to be the odd man out in our group. But he finally came and started hanging out with us. 
kind of became friends through that. And then he, we, he had, everyone has to take this English class called 102 and you have to write this extensive research paper. And I worked in the library, <laughs> so he would you come. Want, you sound like a big reader. I am. I love to read. I'm kind of a nerd. So, yeah, he would come to the library, and I taught him how to use the library and helped him with his English paper. He would send me these papers, and we laugh about it now, but I could literally not understand anything he was saying. <laughs> it was the hardest thing to be like... I don't understand anything in this paper. <laughs> Are you trying to say this? And anyways, he learned how to write and I don't know. Then you the, married him. Then I Once married him. Once he became him. literate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he used to come hanging out at my office and just stand in the doorway. And like, you know, I don't really love small talk. No, you and don't. And so he used to like coming out in the doorway and I would exhaust all the small talk topics and he would just... <laughs> stand there and I would just like be like wondering when he's he going to leave and he would never leave and I really thought because he's he's a little bit younger than me so I really thought oh like eventually he'll move on and like find some other girls that are cute or whatever and go away and he never did he just you were his cute kept girl. Around, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome would you say that you're an introvert <laughs> or an extrovert everyone can take a guess on this <laughs> You'll probably get it right. <laughs> Definitely an introvert. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have extrovert. I have extrovert yeah. tendencies. Yeah. You know, because we live in a world where you have to be involved with people. You cannot just, you, you know, can't you can, up. but it's not healthy. You can hold up, but it's not healthy. Right. And I've learned that. And I like people. They're very entertaining, but yeah. I just have to like be my, by myself to recharge. Yeah. 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 That's good. So, so this is a little bit of a weird question. <laughs> But it was requested. <laughs> Excluding modern day, what time period would you most like to live in? Okay. I have a two-part answer to this question. Okay. Um, I think it'd be fascinating to live during like the late 1700s, early 1800s. <laughs> uh, wow. I know. I, I mean, there's a lot of hard things about that time that aren't ideal, you know, like no plumbing or electricity. Yeah. But there, it was just such a cool time, especially in American history where there's so many great thinkers and I mean, they're making like a new government that's never yeah. been made before. And it's so cool. And just being in the time period with some of those men and women who were creating that, mm. I mean, that's pretty amazing, but you know, the revolutionary war and all <laughs> Also a very difficult time <laughs> very difficult to live time. in. Another difficult time that I would have loved to have been a part of is maybe the 1940s. <laughs> wow, you must be really fun at parties. I'm <laughs> Apparently, I'm attracted to war. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that way. Uh, it's just another really patriotic time in our country where just a lot of the values that we treasured and that made our country great, people still really valued those. They still... There was just a lot of patriotism then, and I think those just contributed to two really great generations, and I don't know. I, I, yeah. They've always just, like, fascinated me. Uh, also, from the 1940s, I grew up on – I grew up watching a lot of musicals, and I just love the entertainment of that area, yeah. like the fashion and the style and the music and yeah, the fun. It's like cool. everyone knew how to sing and dance, you know. What's your favorite musical? Probably my favorite musical is Singing in the Rain. Cool. Yeah. I honestly have never seen that. You need to. It's a classic. Maybe we can do that together. All right. Last question, girl. Okay. 
Is there any specific topic that you are really excited to cover on the pod? What are you looking forward to most? Oh, man. I'm excited to cover a lot of things. I'm really excited. Like I said before, I'm really excited to have guests on and just learn from them and have conversations with them. All of us get to be able to benefit from that. I think just always going back to the main issue, and that is just the sanctity of life and really emphasizing that here and protecting protecting that right to life and help people mm. think through that. There's so many different arguments that you can have and different points people make, but ultimately it comes down to, you know, the sanctity of life and the value mm. that we place on that. And I think just always coming back to that point and hopefully hammering that home for people. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for having me on. <laughs> thanks I for hosting. I love stepping into your <laughs> shoes and hosting for a change. We'll have to do it again. That was cool. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, friends. Thanks so much for joining us on The Beat Goes On today. We hope we've given you some things to think about. If you are interested in helping the pro-life work at Piedmont Women's Center, here are three quick and easy ways you can do that. Leave a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Take a screenshot and share the podcast with your friends on social media. Remember to tag us if you do. Or you can visit PiedmontWomenCenter.org to make a one-time or monthly donation. You make our pro-life work possible. Until next time.